We get into our wellness corner now. <clears throat> Hey, what's going on with my voice today? It's a Tuesday. I don't know why it wasn't doing this yesterday because, I mean, really. All right. Community health and holistic wellness is what we speak about. Uh, primary health care can refer to the care offered by general practitioners or primary care nurses at your local clinic. But there's more to it than that, and we'll find out more uh, what uh, that is in terms of the vision underpinned in health care, primary health care. So the healthy space for humanity to flourish is between the solid uh, so foundation and our ecological ceiling as issues such as climate change may also impact on our health and primary health care then requires a whole of society approach and is not just about health services. So we're going to unpack this now. Dr. Anes Mbitsvo who is a medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga teacher. How are you doing today Dr. Mbitsvo? I'm so good Asanda. How are you? I hear you've got a little Something in your throat. I don't know what's like. going on with my voice because yesterday <laughs> it was fine. I mean, if it's going to act up, shouldn't it be doing it on a Monday after the weekend? You know, know what? It's, it's it's a new moon tonight, so just blame it on the moon. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Always put things in perspective for me. Let's put primary healthcare in perspective now. What does this refer to exactly? So, primary healthcare is essentially a view of health where instead of focusing on the different parts of the body where, you know, we have more specialized healthcare where you have a doctor who deals with your heart, your cardiologist, someone who deals with your lungs, your pulmonologist. With primary healthcare, we're looking at a more holistic view of, of human health. And so primary healthcare kind of relates to fundamental healthcare. It's your, like you mentioned, your clinics, your nurses, where you can go in get an understanding of your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and just see a general practitioner who focuses on your body, but also your mental health, your emotional health as well. So what is the vision then of primary health care? So the view of primary health care is that as human beings, we're not complicated machines when it comes to our health, and that most of us just require a primary fundamental healthcare service. And only once you um, deal with your primary healthcare at a primary level, you then get your GPs referring patients who do need secondary healthcare, so that's your specialist, onto there. And the idea with primary healthcare is that we focus most of our resources when it comes to spending on the healthcare sector on these primary services so that a larger part of the population is served at, at a more basic level in terms of their fundamental health, and that then leaves more resources to be able to tackle more community-based healthcare issues such as TB, where it's not just related to you know the disease itself, but like you were saying, more societal, social issues of how people are living, what their emotional health is like, and how they interact with their community. So will that then be a response to the fact that in South Africa, our population, a large population, it's about 80% depending on the public sector's primary care. Uh, but we know that access to this primary care is a challenge. It's, it's often limited. Is that then the response, that we focus more on community-based, societal-based uh, health care instead of individual primary health care? Totally. I mean, in the African context, it makes absolutely no sense for us to be spending money on more secondary and specialized healthcare services because we are the largest part of our population do not need those services. We need things like eye care for people to be able to have their eyes tested in case they need 
glasses. We need people to have affordable dental care. So for our context, because our healthcare system is so under-resourced, so lacking, our main focus should be at a community-based level where we're able to touch as many people as possible at a basic level as opposed to focusing on more specialized services, which eventually come later. But the view here is that if you focus on primary health care, you actually end up preventing the more serious diseases, you know, the more um, um, long-term effects on the heart, for example, that will then require specialized services. Yeah. What do you yeah. think uh, about the National Health Insurance, uh, the NHI, the policy to implement that? Uh, will we be able to manage this? Because to implement it is one thing, but management is another. Totally right. I mean, this is such a complex question. Mm. One of the big things that's great about NHI is that it's supposed to try to spread the resources between the private healthcare system and the public healthcare system. So what we see in South Africa, unfortunately, is that um, almost 80% of healthcare resources or, or money that is spent on healthcare is put into serving about 5% of the population in, in, in private healthcare. And so we see that the remaining 95% of our society are only having 20% of the financial value being put into their healthcare, which makes absolutely no sense. And that's why we have a healthcare system where our private healthcare is excellent, but it comes at such a high premium that only 5% of the country can access it. And our primary healthcare is now lacking because that's not where our resources are going. And so one of the things that NHI does address is that disparity between the private healthcare system and the public healthcare system. But whether we have the political structures and, and legislation in order to make sure that there is no corruption when it comes to NHI, that it is managed correctly, that the money actually goes to spending um, you know, on, on improving resources and public healthcare settings, that's still up in the air. Well, maybe in a way, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic is showing us what we expect. Or are we being negative if we look at the vaccine rollout as a way of gauging whether we'll manage it or not, this NHI? Totally. I mean, I don't think you're being negative at all. I mean, apart from the vaccine rollout, if we look at, you know, that 500 billion pool that was supposed to be spent on resources during COVID and, and the early stages of lockdown, and we saw so much corruption and those funds essentially being, you know, Mm. completely siphoned it's it's it is it's a fair picture i think to say that that's probably what we would be looking at happening with the nhi unless we really make an added effort to clean out our political structures from corruption Okay, let's go back to ongoing care then when we talk primary health care because the relationship between, you know, the provider and the recipient of health will be important. Do we take this seriously in South Africa, the the relationship uh, between the health care provider and the patient? No, definitely not. I think our focus when it comes to our health care services is really less on the, the socio-emotional aspects of health and so what you end up seeing is, you know, our, our healthcare services are, are under-resourced. So we have nurses and doctors who are being stretched way beyond their means. Their mental health, their physical health is not being addressed. And so you have people who are essentially sick or in need of healing themselves attempting to try to heal and to help 
the larger population, and that's not what's happening. And so although at medical schools and at nursing schools we have young students being taught about the relationship that they should have with their patients, that you're supposed to be on the same level, that you're both supposed to be coming up with a, an agreed-upon plan for your patient's health, that's often not what happens mm. because you often only have five minutes with your patient. Your patient sometimes doesn't speak the same language as you. You weren't taught to speak in the same language as your patient. And so, like you say, the relationship between the nurse or the doctor and the patient is really strained and not what it really needs to be in order for the patient to get holistic and substantial healing and health. And as you say, you know, healthcare providers are stretched. So there is an issue of burnout when it comes to our doctors and nurses in primary care. Completely that. And, you know, you wonder how then if you if you have essentially broken people holding up this huge burden of healthcare in our country and trying to then serve equally broken patients, it, it ends up being a system where, unfortunately, the stress of the nurses and the doctors then reflects on the healthcare service that they can provide, that then affects the healthcare of the patient, and then you just end up increasing you know, the burden of disease on the system, and it ends up just being a vicious cycle. So the way forward is let's focus on community and society rather than the individual uh, primary healthcare. Completely. I think it's about a a bit of a mixture of both where we need to have a view of health where it's holistic, where we take into account people's emotional well-being, how people feel emotionally on a day-to-day basis, people's spiritual well-being, people feel like they are supported by something, something that gives their life meaning. And community-based care, if we have that kind of model, we're able to do that. We're able to have nurses and doctors who are not overstretched because that's primarily you know what we're grooming our our students our health professional students to become and we end up having a a healthcare system which is a lot more holistic both for the people who are serving our society but also for our patients as well but in addition to that apart from the community based care it's also about each and every one of us as an individual starting to change our perspective of our health, starting to see being healthy as being something that we should enjoy, something that should be a part of our lifestyle so that our lifestyles also prevent us from needing to go to these specialists because we have heart conditions, because we have issues going on with the lungs, because we haven't been taking care of ourselves on a fundamental level. Right, let's leave it there. We always appreciate getting some insights from you, but do share your social media handles. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. So uh, my individual handle is at freedom underscore yoga. And I run a little wellness center called The Nest Space, which you can uh, contact at The Nest Space ZA on social media. Thank you. Enjoy your Tuesday, Doctor. You too, Asanda. And make sure to just do, you know, a little bit of meditating around the new moon. Maybe your throat is indicating you need to release some things. Who knows? Absolutely. No, I agree with you. As soon as I get home, I have my moment. You know how it it is, my morning routine. So I'll be more mindful today. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Mm. Thanks so much. Have a great day. (laughs) Thank you. You too, Dr. Anes Mbizfo, medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga teacher. Isn't she amazing, man? Our wellness corner people are just... The bomb, diggy uh, We love all of them. Okay.